Hey, everybody, before we get to the uh, Fly Racing Race Rex podcast, thank you for listening. It's Orlando to wrap up. Hey, Zombie Blows, SGB Kawasaki guys, as well as uh, Wageman and Munoz, they use Race Tech suspension, of course, and motors as well. Race Tech is now offering CNC digitized porting done in house in Corona, California. Why CNC porting? Uh, for riders, Race Tech using CNC porting ensures they are utilizing precision and technology to offer the best port every time, resulting in the largest horsepower increases possible. Uh, if you're a tuner out there or an engine builder, uh, they use a non-disclosure agreement. Race Tech can confidentially and securely CNC port your head so you can offer your customers your best product and the intended design every single time with CNC. It's that accurate. Uh, they're becoming a leader in, in uh, machine engineering, engine machining services by investing in industry-leading staff and equipment. Use the Pulp 21 code to save on Race Tech suspension or engine needs. Thanks to Racetech.com. Give your bike some love. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,700 podcasts delivered with over 17 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, Facts and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. This is the Orlando 2 review. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. And uh, Jason Thomas and Jason Wygat coming right up here right away. Flyracing.com for 2021. Their line is deeper. Uh, than ever before, the Zone Pro goggle that uh, Brayton is wearing and Oldenburg and, and Mitchell Harrison is available now in all your dealers, and those guys are doing a great job of pushing that. They've got the Formula Helmet. It's got Rion technology. They've also got the all-new light pant this year as well. The guys at Fly Racing have taken the zipper for the light line of pants and thrown it away. Uh, they got a boa on the front, and so please check that out. It's really, really cool. Uh, these guys have done a good job totally re- revamping their line and making things exciting and fresh for 2021. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. Thank you as well for Renthal, of course, uh, Renthal.com for more information on that, whether it's chains from Renthal, whether it's 7 8 bar, fat bar, fat bar 36, the twin wall bar, uh, the sprockets, Renthal.com, more, more titles than all the other brands combined. You know the name of Renthal, and you know the quality. Since 1969, they've been providing race teams high, high-quality products. Uh, Monster Energy, Kawasaki, of course, and the folks at Honda have never used another bar, man, or at least I don't think they have. So uh, Renthal.com for more information on that. Thanks to uh, Maxis as well, MXSTs, developed by Jeremy McGrath, used by A-Ray and, and uh, Rod Bell and, and Jeremy Smith out there. Jordan Jarvis will be making her Supercross debut soon, and she'll be running Maxis Tires as well. Maxis.com for more information on that. Coba Links, uh, Motorsport.com, all on board with us, of course, as well. Uh, let's get into uh, what we saw at Orlando 2 and, uh, and everything that encompassed that. First up on the line from RacerX Online. Uh, the man was not there this weekend again, but he will be making his triumphant return to Supercross this week or next weekend in Daytona. Because if you're paying, he's saying it's Jason Wygant. What's up, Weege? 
Yeah. We timed it out. Brayton, myself, we will be making our return where we do our best work, which is Daytona. It's not called Braytona for anything, for nothing, right? Uh, absolutely. Right. I mean, uh, we will admit we've always been good at Daytona. Always. It's always been our track. It's been good for us. Well, now, when you think Daytona, you think the uh, the outdoor warrior that is Justin Brayton, for yes. sure. The rougher, the nastier, the more outdoor style. Yeah. That is where we shine. Yep. Yes. Uh, also on the line from uh, Fly Racing of flyracing.com, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Long day of flying for me as well as you, Steve. Uh, but, yeah, lots to talk about for what a wild night that was. I'm glad to be back home. I've been gone for over a week, and uh, I don't like being gone for over a week anymore. I don't like that. It's official. I, I like to be home. So, um, happy to be back home and uh, based back in the Pulp Mech Studios. Um, hey, I heard from – well, Weege, I'll start with you. So, Orlando 2, basically the same track as Orlando 1. The weather caught them, um, and uh, they couldn't do much to the Orlando 1 track. Uh, a few grumbles about it in the press conference. And then privately, Weege, a lot of racers telling me, like, dude, we rode all week. What are they talking about? Like, the weather was fine. I, I was out in Date City for one day. I mountain biked all week. Um, the riders were confused for sure and none too happy from what uh, what I gather. Yeah, we're well past the Chad Reed days, uh, DV, some of these other old school guys who were more than willing to give their honest opinion, good or bad. Uh, nowadays, if you get anything, uh, even slight track criticism, you know that that's real criticism because the guys do not want to be bad. That's just not what they do anymore, right? So when you hear hints of that was really weird that the track had not been touched, had not been touched, uh, I guess the, the one that illustrated it best, I thought, was uh, McAdoo said, First lap of his heat race, he's like, okay, I guess they're just not going to touch these whoops at all. Like, they just literally left the whoops right where they were last week, never redid them. I know that old school guys are probably puking here in this and saying get over it, but the bottom line is they were very confused, and I don't think the riders were that pumped on it. No, I think the – I mean, again, you know, you got to take them on their word that the weather affected it, but more than a few guys are like, what are you – I live around here. We rode all week. Well, you were there. How bad yeah. was it? Or JT, yeah. You guys were around. How bad was it? I, I don't know. I don't know if Orlando, I don't know if Camping World Stadium was trapped in some sort of vortex of weather, uh, yeah. JT, but uh, yeah, um, some of the guys were more than confused. I mean, there was definitely rain throughout the week, but to me, when you look at how much rain they got last Saturday and the track was absolutely fine, it doesn't seem like it would have been that problematic. The only question I have, so... To rebuild a track like this, you have to completely disassemble the finish line structure, and there's a lot going on, like all the the underground work for the timing loops and all that stuff. Like that's a pretty big job. I don't know if rain affects that stuff, right? I don't know if there's some sort of rule, like if it's raining or if there's thunderstorms in the area, can they not even be out there doing that? That would be something that would be valid because there was there were thunderstorms in the area pretty much all week. Uh, and I just could see some sort of liability there where they can't be out there working on stuff like that if there's, you know, lightning anywhere yeah. near anybody. Yeah, it uh, it was it was a little bizarre for sure. And, and the guys and, and, and just to add to that, like just for hypotheticals, it, it did rain like it poured on Friday. Right. It really bad Friday night. Yeah. If they had gotten behind on their work and then you get rain and thunderstorms again Friday night and they still haven't been able to rearrange and rebuild the finish line structures like they could have. They could have gotten themselves into a really bad problem, and that's why I think it was something more like that than it was just, oh, yeah, well, the dirt. You know, I, I think it, there had to be some sort of infrastructure situation. Well, uh, 
retired riders, David Villam and Chad Reed, took to Twitter right away to uh, or an yes. Instagram to complain about the guys not skimming the whoops because there were some guys that didn't even try, like good guys, good name guys, that uh, simply went 3-4 uh, uh, through the whoops right away, right from the start. <laughs> so Yeah, but they weren't uh, – Chad's comment was, you know, it's the first lap of the heat race. These are fresh whoops. They were not fresh whoops. They were not. Yeah, yeah. They were – they were last week's end of the race hammered, then practice, then heats, just left there. Yeah, it was uh, weird. And then, I mean, they changed a couple of things, but it, it was. But in, in Chad's tweet, in, in Pace's defense, I don't think that Pace knew that. No, no, I don't think. No, exactly. Only McAdoo. I only know because McAdoo said it from being yeah. on the track. Yeah, you couldn't tell. No, I, I'm, and I'm being tongue in cheek there, right? Because Chad was being super snarky there. Yes. And mentioning that his six-year-old couldn't figure it out, uh, but I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't think that they knew that fact. No, I'm, I'm going to defer to the guy that was on the track. But uh, look, I've been saying this all year with these pods. I think there are these small, weird things that don't make sense, and I believe it's all COVID-related, as in budget, staff, communication breakdowns. I, I just feel like every week we're seeing something that's like a little bit of a head scratcher. And well, I don't think it's a coincidence. Now we had a medic get hit. <laughs> so Well, that one, that, that one I don't think was COVID. I, I know. I'm just saying just weird things, though. Weird things. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it was an uh, interesting race. So, all right. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. So, um, Cooper Webb wins. A- AC takes the lead early. And uh, Webb tracks him down, gets by him, um, and uh, takes his second win in a row. He's the king of Orlando, uh, JT. Yeah, and it's it's really just starting to to shape up to be I don't want to say his series, he's not even the points leader, but things are trending his direction. Uh, you know, we had three wins in a row by Kenny in Houston, and then we've had three wins in a row uh by Webb here in Orlando. So it, it's really it's really easy to get caught up in the momentum swings per stadium. Or two two wins, excuse me, but uh that's three wins three, in three a wins, row. Three wins for, for Kenny in, for Webb. in Indy also, by the way, not Houston. What I, did I say Houston? I'm yeah. sorry. But either way, uh, things are trending in the right direction for Webb is really my only point. Right. Uh, we've, we really had a time there in Indy where we're like, man, like Webb and Roxon, this is going to be a runaway. And Roxon really catches fire there. But I've been, you know, I've been kind of pounding the table for Webb in the championship for a while. And regardless of how you feel about who's going to win, it seems like it's going to be one of these two now. Yeah, for sure. Weed, you agree? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's just no real precedent. There's, there's, there's nothing to indicate that Tomac could do this. Not the way he's riding or finishing, and also the history of a guy being that far back, halfway through, third, not second. That would be tough. Um, but, yeah, and I, I don't know, looking forward, like, obviously, we know Kenny has ridden very, very well. But we did say, like, he's also been up front off the start. There's going to be one of these nights just by odds that he's finally going to get a bad start. Uh, so it was just kind of like the odds eventually it's going to happen and Webb was going to get some points. Uh, and I think that's pretty much it. It's start cross in so many ways. Kenny's riding great, but the awesome starts have been a factor also. Do, uh, do we hit the panic button for Eli Tomac? Are we hitting the, are we hitting the panic button? I have it out. It's on, it's on my desk. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at it. I've put my hand on it a couple times. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you know, we're 
we're past half. You know, we're we're basically past halfway now. So we're uh, not, but well, yeah, it's close. Ten, yeah, it's going to yeah. be ten laps in. Um, it, it's yeah, I uh, yeah. There's no there's no real precedent for this, as we said. He's got one win. Um, so if he looked better, I would not be willing to press a panic button. But he does not look like he's ready to turn this thing around, and that's the most troubling aspect. The the 31 points, that's a problem. Of course that's a problem. But if he was like, oh, man, well, there's really no doubt who the best rider is in the series. He's just got to sort things out here and get on a streak. I don't think he's the best rider in the series, let alone down 31 points. Um, right, you give the 27-2018 scenario. I mean, he was way, but you were like, oh, he's got a shot because he yes, went eight in a right. row. Yes, because he could win now. every single time he lines up that year. And I don't see that right now at all. Yeah. Exactly. I, I want to. I'm, I'm. I'm with you guys. I just. I want to see him lead some laps in the beginning, and see what happens. I think he may get caught. Yeah. He, he may. Mean, get, he, he may he, get. He may get he caught. Got caught. I, re- by Roxon, I really, got really. Caught by Roxon last night. Yeah, I really want to see this. I want to see him get out front. Because you know he, he's he's expending a lot of energy, working through the pack or fighting through the pack mm-hmm. the last few races. And that, that's probably a little bit of a cause of where he's finishing. I want to see him get some clean air and see if he can establish that he's just the baddest dude out there. But there, this was really no different than the race he won at Houston, too. This was no different. He just was the guy that didn't crash at that, that race. I, didn't, I don't think he was the best guy in that Houston 2 race. He won, and sometimes it works in your favor that way. You don't always have to be the best guy. But I think Sexton was faster than him. I could make an argument that Cincerillo was faster. I think Osborne may have been, and I think Ferrandis may have been. But all of them, they all had their issues, and they all had reasons why they didn't win. But I, I can't find a race, eight races in, where I'm like, yeah, Tomac was the best guy. Just for X, Y, and Z, it didn't really work out. But I can't find one where I, I could point to him and say he was the best guy in that race. And that's, that's the first time I think I could say that since 2016. And that's, that's notable. Weege? Yeah, uh, the only reason I'm not pulling out the panic button is because, okay, I got a weird perspective on this. As far as winning the title, yes, it's panic. This is a big problem. But I don't know if not winning the title is panic anymore. He, It, it became like this, oh, my God, Eli's just got to get it. He's just got to get it. And he got it. So I don't know if I'm that worried. If he just ends up getting third this year in the championship, that's not Awesome. Well, like, you'd love to win it, but I don't think it's a disaster anymore. So that's why I'm not panicking. But the panic button is always in respect to the title. Oh, yeah. And it's pretty much out of reach, I feel. I mean, so anything can happen, but yes, it's this is a problem. If yeah. the goal is to win the title, this is a problem. I totally agree. Yeah. I think, I mean, again, I, I said this the other week. Eli looked tired. He, he looked he did t- look tired. He, he looked tired. It's strange. And, and, I, I, and I've never seen that before. It's, uh, it's odd. And, um, I mean, look, they all get tired. You know, they're not they're, they're racing. Yeah, but yeah, there's so, levels of tired. No, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They all get tired. Uh, so I'm not saying, like, he's superhuman. He never got tired before. He did, like, just like everybody did. But he looked more tired. I mean, Anderson got him. Anderson was getting him in Orlando 1. Um, there was a race. I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and I might be the race that he won. But he was interviewed, and, dude, he was breathing hard. Yeah. It might have been the race he won, and and you just don't see ro- robot Eli breathing hard. Whatever it was, a heat race win or if it was a, a podium, I don't remember. 
And it struck me as like, wow, okay, uh, that's weird, but whatever. And now, man, like he's starting to get caught late in races. I mean, he's, he's expending a lot of energy, but still, it's not something that we've ever seen from him before. You know, the, the difference for me is, you know, and I, I live this firsthand, right? Not at EY's level. We always qualify, but whatever. To me, you, everybody's tired. Like Cooper Webb at the end of the race is somewhat tired. But we've never seen Eli been, be unable uh, to sustain the pace because there's there's tired where it's like, OK, I'm yeah, I'm tired. I'm breathing hard. My heart rate's super high, but, but I'm fine. I can hold this lap time for another 10 minutes if I need to versus I can't hold this anymore. And I've got to I'm going to drop off the pace a little bit, which is what's happened to Eli two weekends in a row now where he just he's fine. He pulled back away from Roxon. He was trying to catch up to Barsha, but he was charging really hard. And then all of a sudden it was like that intensity is just not there anymore. And he's not, he's not exhausted, but he had to drop off a little bit. Like his lap time dropped off of what Roxon was able to hold. And that's just not anything I've ever seen from Eli before. I'm going to throw in one other thing. Uh, these guys have raced each other for so long. It is so telling. Eli has raced Barsha, Kenny, and Anderson for so freaking long. Those guys have probably raced each other as pros a hundred times and then throw uh, Anderson and Barsha in with Tomac, they probably raced as amateurs 9 billion times, right? So you've got an easy yardstick. How often in his career, Tomac was on Barsha. I looked, it was 16 minutes to go. He was on Barsha with 16 minutes to go. He's probably going faster for a little while. He's putting heat on, but eventually Barsha got away. And then how often have you seen Kenny pass Eli late in a race? And how often has you, have you seen Anderson past Eli. This isn't like, well, we've never seen Eli race Ferrandis or AC's new or Sexton. This is like three guys who he's battled his whole life. And how often have they got him in the last five minutes of a race ever? It's got to be very rare. And all three of them did it in the same night. And, very and, odd. And I'm telling you, I think Anderson would have got him last week. Orlando won. Yeah. I really, yeah, I, I, I was, I was yep. pounding that drum on this podcast. I, I, I thought, mm -hmm. I was like, dude, I think he was going to get him. Um, so yeah. Um, Sixth place for Eli, and uh, yeah, not not looking so good. Um, so Webb wins. Good job for Webb. Um, yep, just solid, steady. Um, did any nobody thought AC was going to hold on, right? No, I mean nobody thought that that could be yeah. the night. No, I didn't think so either. Yeah, um, not with the not with the leg injury, and we have evidence that he's not able to sustain that weight. You know, so far this year. So it looks like he's got a broken collarbone. Crashed in the whoops, right over the bars. Uh. Uh, broken collarbone for AC, so that sucks. We actually we, we had some injuries, man. Uh, yeah, it, was, it wasn't a good night for that in both classes. Um, seven deuce deuce, shoulder collarbone. Um, Adam collarbone, J Mark shoulder. Jordan Jordan Smith. Jordan. Well, he's he'll be okay. He'll race. Um, there was somebody else. Was there a four fifty guy? Oh, jo uh, J Justin Starling. I think he got. I think he's hurt. So yep. Um, troll and troll train. Let's not even. Let's not even compare the 250s. Let's not even yeah. go there yet. I'm not mentally prepared to go there yet. Uh, so Marv yeah. gets second. Good job for Marv. Uh, yep, again, needed it. Rode well. Uh, what about the pass by Anderson in the heat? Or the pass by Mookie on Ferrandis in the heat, which is wow. the same thing. <laughs> so. uh, the Mookie one, I was a little surprised. Yeah, me too. If I'm Ferrandis, I'm saying something to him back at the truck. Like, I'm just yeah. like, dude, that was like for sixth, you know? You know, yeah, I feel like uh, Anderson Marv. I don't know. That's, right? Was that that surprising? That's a win too. Last lap for the win. You That's know. True. Yep. Um. Uh, but yeah. Um. 
Anyways, uh, Barsha rode well. I, I I talked to him in the press conference and I asked him about maintaining that pressure because he had at one point Roxon got by him on that back rhythm, and uh, and then made a mistake and and Barsha got him back. He had Tomac on him for yeah ten minutes, twelve minutes. Tomac all over him. So and he had lost the touch of Marvin. So it was pretty impressive, JT, for for Barsha to just hang steady and do consistent laps and you know and everything else. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I thought Barsha rode incredibly well. Uh, and and to we just point earlier. We have not. We don't have much evidence of Barsha ever being able to hold off Tomac for an entire race, and let alone pull away from them. Right. Roxon was phenomenal. Uh, he was almost dead last going the first turn. Um, he was so good in that turn across the mechanics area. God, was he good! It was a little bit of off camber turn, left hand turn, and uh, he could stick in there. He could get his rear wheel driving down the little hump, and uh, man, was he good around that whole straightaway. It was all flat, and he was standing up, and Roxon was unbelievable. Um, if he had gotten Barsha, uh, you know, for that split second, he he looked at a, he looks at a basically a last a third ride. Um, so he was really good, Weege. Yeah, I was. Uh, I want to explain what I was saying earlier. Where it's Starcross, I'm not taking anything away about Kenny's uh, abilities this year. It's just inevitably one of these nights, Webb was just going to start way ahead of him, and he's just not going to get him. I don't. I don't look at it like Webb. I don't look at the momentum so much because I feel like, well, Kenny just was 12th coming through the first turn, and that's just the way it goes sometimes. But the riding, you know, slip a piece of paper between these two, how close they would be if he had started with them. And, yeah, I really feel like if he had been able to make quicker work of Marsha, I don't know, does he make a run at those two? Yeah, yeah Seth's right here. He says, here says here that Roxon was 12th, and that's that's where he was. That's where he was, yeah. 12th. That's what, that's what we got. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you're saying through the first turn, which we have the technology, but we don't. It yeah. was way worse than 12. Oh, he was, yeah. He was third from last, second from last. Huh, JT? Yeah. And, and did you guys see his Instagram post? No. Uh, so he kind of makes mention about what happened. Uh, when he picked his gate, there were tough walks in front of it that he couldn't really see the rut because the, of the mechanics area and the way they had that set up. And he said that rut, and there was a bump in it, and it basically just completely screwed up his start when he hit it. So he was last. Um, so that's all explainable and understandable. I was like a little bit like eh on his post in the caption. You'll have to go read it, but he makes mention of yeah, I gave up some points, but I'm not the, I'm not the one that has to worry about points. You know, I was like, don't you don't have to be so defensive. You know, like it just looked like he was trying to explain like yeah, whatever. I don't I don't care about the points. I'm still I have a cushion. You know, and I was like, it's fine, man. You're riding incredibly well. Like you should be a little worried about giving up uh, whatever it was, eight points or whatever, seven points, whatever to web that, that should be a little concerning, but don't, no one's freaking out. It just, what you could just tell he was a little bit nervous there. Um, but yeah, to come from where he was to get back to, to fourth, still a really, really good ride. You just, you need to be really mindful of, of uh, where Webb's at. You need to, make sure you slow that down as much as possible. And you're just going to have to win. You're going to have to win more races if you want to win this title. And I'm sure he knows that. Yeah, he's got three wins. Coop's got three. They're fine. Yeah. Um, no, I know. I he, just, Cooper he, has just grabbed the momentum here, so he's going to have to derail that quickly. He was good. He was really good. I just, to me, he was the – we. you know how we do that Reraceables podcast and we have who really won the race? Yeah. That, that's, you're gonna go this far? I'm gonna go you're that gonna far. Roxon won the race. Come on. Yeah, he was. You're gonna go this far. You're out of your mind. Okay, you can't uh, even get on the podium. He was. Uh, he was a dead last going the first turn. 
So I understand. And that, he rode he amazing. Even, he didn't even he, get on the podium. Like he, Webb dominated the race. He passed into third at one point. So yeah, he really won the race as far as his riding. He impressed wow. me. I was you watching lost him. Lost your mind. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, you don't understand the category because you don't listen to the podcast. I, um, he was uh, he was great. Uh, Look it up, everybody. Re-raceables. Type in re-raceables. Wh- yep. Web, where subscribe, subscribe to it. Yep, exactly. Yep. Web, where are you? Or, I'm sorry, uh, Weege, where are you on this? You think that Roxon really won the race? No. Okay. No. No, I can't go that far. Like I said, he rode awesome. I don't want to hand Webb the momentum. It was just a matter of Webb had a better start, and that's going to happen here and there. But, no, Roxon did not win the race. Uh... All right, Anderson got uh, fifth. Good job for Jason Anderson. As you said, caught Eli Tomac late in the race. So uh, Okay, wrote... what is – what? Uh, okay, Anderson, as you know, doesn't really give interviews or reveal anything ever. Something had to be wrong with Anderson at the beginning of the season. You cannot turn it around this quickly. Something was wrong, right? Had to be. I don't know. What do you think? He just started, like, January 31st. Is this, are you going to – Oh, I better start training? Are like, you gonna, no, come on. Are you going to get into Sexton's weight loss again with this? Whoa! I almost got caught in the in the bear trap on that one. <laughs> yeah, Sexton was on Supercross Live, and he said, "I've lost nine pounds." And I'm thinking, like, the hardest part of training, JT, correct me if I'm wrong, is like preseason, like leading into oh, yeah. the races, right? Well, and I'm like, November, how did you have nine pounds on the table and then you lost it? That's so last, weird. The last week or two is pretty easy, but yeah, the, you know, the ten weeks before that are brutal. Yeah, so I just was like, how did the during the time that's when you left some weight on the table? So I don't know, I heard different stories about well, you know, trainers can only tell you to eat right; they can't make you eat right. And maybe now he's cleaned it up. Uh, whatever. Back to Anderson. Something had to be wrong. He was horrible at the opener. He was okay at the races after that. But he is almost rounding back it, into it, close to where he usually is. It took him breaking his finger. To get back yeah. to where to get back to where he was, I, I don't understand. Basically, but he's, you, you it's still start cross. I mean, if he starts, if he starts where Marv starts, he's going to get on the podium, right? These these two weeks weeks were really good for him. But these two Orlando's, he was really really I, good. So I, I don't see how someone at that level can just snap their fingers and get better. I've got to imagine something was wrong. Either he was hurt, or he was sick, or he's made some changes to the bike. I, it's too drastic an improvement from where he was three races ago, four what, races ago. What about this theory? The dirt in Orlando was pretty hard pack and pretty slippery, especially for this last two, this last one. Uh, yeah. New Mexico. He's just good at this type of dirt. He, he, he was better than other guys at this type of dirt. And when we get to Daytona, which will probably be much different, we'll see, we'll see the Indianapolis Anderson again. Dude, that's a pretty big jump okay. based on dirt. Just a theory. He was really not good at most of these races. Well, hold on. He was really bad at the opener. Then he was decent at Houston 2, I believe. And then he broke his finger Indy 1. Yep. He- missed Indy 2. Came back at Indy 3 with a finger seven days later. Dislocated. Yeah, so. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like one of those Houston's was the second or third Houston was was good. Well, he was back to being good. I don't know. Okay. Not was it wasn't he saying it good. was arm pump? First the one, yes. First first one, yeah. 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 Uh, you know, if, he, if somebody's going to look at the results right now and be like, "What? He was getting 7th and 8th and he got 5th or whatever last night." But dude, yeah. he wasn't fastest in qualifying. Yeah. He was yeah, fast in the yeah. first session of last week. Yeah. He won a heat race. Uh, he caught Eli like Yep. 
bro, he's he's really stiff. No, he's better. He's visibly better for sure. Yeah. And by the way, Marv, are you are you taking this, Steve? Like Marv basically was making it sound like they were way off of the bike and they finally got it where he wanted and now he's riding better. Yeah. He had pleasure. He had pleasure. He had pleasure, yes. The track was rough, but he still had pleasure. So they're finally they got it dialed. So I think Marvin Anderson are creeping back into this. Yeah, we wrote him off already, Weege. We just wrote him off. <laughs> Dude, the first eight race or whatever, six or seven races, it right. was like that's not they're not as good as they were. Yeah. And now you're seeing signs that they can get back there. It just took bizarrely two months. Tomac sixth. I hit the panic button. You guys did not. Uh Mookie seventh. Who who had Mookie pegged for just Mike LaRocco type of uh, just Mike LaRocco out there? That that's what he is. He's he's he it's really strange. He's getting seventh and eighth and sixth and seventh and fifth. Like just just a rock. Yes. Malcolm Stewart. No flash. No. This he has ra- to be. This no. has to be on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. He figured like well the. The year at Moto Concepts, two years ago, last year, yeah, last year, last year, he made so many comments about I just want to stay, I want to race yeah. a long series, I just want to. He made so many comments about that that he broke his leg right badly the year before. So yeah, I I I think it's somewhere along the line Mookie had a light bulb go on and you know, but he. I think this I mean, is a lot more fun making money, right. staying healthy. Yeah, I, I, it has to be a conscious decision on his part to change his strategy. He's Mike Rocco. Just you know what you're going to get. Just here we go. Just line it up. Um, so seven for Malcolm, uh, eighth for Osborne. And, uh, yeah, he he started about tenth and got about eighth. We don't have a whole lot for Osborne, right? Anybody? Yeah, I think he was battling. Uh, I think he was just a little sore all day. I think he was not feeling the best. So we'll see if he bounces back for Daytona. Uh, AP ninth. Bogle tenth. I was, uh, he rode actually really well. I was with Bogle this week, and he's leaving Renard's place. You know, he's from there, and he knows Robbie. He's been riding there forever. He's move, packing up and moving back down to Florida to ride at the, that 83 compound with Savachi and the Lawrence brothers and Anderson. And he said how he told me how hard it was, how hard of a decision it was. But he's, you know, he's not getting where he wants to be, and he, why keep hitting his head against the wall and getting expecting the same results? So. This he moved like like two weeks ago, so yeah, Bogle making big changes and getting tenth. Good job for him. So yeah, I do like it. I mean, okay, I think a lot of people, myself included, are like, man, the end has got to be near for Bogle, right? He's just had so many gnarly ones and head injuries. To have this level of commitment, where it's like, no, I'm not riding out the string. Yeah, I'm not just out there to fill out gates. Like I'm trying to get better. That says a lot. Yeah, no, good job for that. Uh, Ferrandez well, was. Oh, go ahead. So I was going to say, he, he looked better all day. I was watching him in time qualifying, and he was all over Kenny in time qualifying. Like, there was no real speed difference there. And, and Kenny did not have the best qualifying day ever. But that was really when I noticed Bogle was he was frisky. He just looked much more aggressive and much more comfortable. So I don't know if that's riding with a new group of people. You know, that, that group is, is pretty decent, right? Savachi and Jet and those guys are... They can push the pace. So I, I don't know if it's a change of scenery or different riders, whatever, but he no, he looked noticeably better this Saturday than I've seen him really all year. I, I went out there that one day, and uh, Hunter, Bogle, Savachi, and they were all riding. The Jet shows up, throws his gear on, and I swear he rode, 
I don't know, 10 laps. You know, obviously he just finished his coast. And I think those 10 laps were the best ones all day out of everybody. He was phenomenal on a 250S. Yeah, that, kid's, that kid's talented. He was jumping his quad, going the turn. I, I just, he just, and then he just like pulled off and he was doing wheelies and whatever. But I was like, those are the best 10 laps I think I saw today. And the kid press was. Day? Oh, I mean, I, 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 mean <laughs> oh, I wasn't at press day, Weech, but yeah. Um, so the key with Jed is to watch him ride, not on the day of a race, right. and that's when he will really blow your mind. Yeah, well, he just he just won the last the last uh, East Coast race, he, so he, let's not get too carried away. Uh, it's been over twenty five years since Cobra Links lowered the first motorcycle way back in the day. Uh, now they've got lowering suspension link for everything from Aprilia to Yamaha, used by trail riders, motocross racers, and adventure tours. Like the first link, each one is still CNC in Idaho for riders of all ages, heights, and abilities. Uh, when you lower your bike, you get an increased plushness, plushness, improved cornering, gain confidence by having a lower center of gravity. Cobalinks.com. Get 15% off any link and free U.S. shipping. That's right up Weege's uh, alley. Free shipping. By using the code PULPAMEX, Cobalinks.com, built in Boise, ridden and raced everywhere. Uh, whether you race on the track, ride on the trail, got a UTV, got a street bike, whatever it is, motorsport.com will have you covered. OEM and aftermarket parts, Ryan Villapoto, myself, and Phil Nicoletti are all motorsport.com athletes. Uh, great return policy as well. Free shipping over $79, I think it is. Uh, great prices. They have a whole Pulpamex section on their website as well. Go through our banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com to save with the folks at motorsport. So, uh, Dylan Ferrandez. Uh, he was good all day. He qualified fastest in practice two, or practice yeah practice two, right? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. First he was not the time fastest. practice. Yeah, he was not the fastest overall qualifier, but right. he wasn't that, that qualified special. fastest in session two, and uh, looked really good all day. Uh, obviously, he crashed out in Orlando one, and uh, this one he was good again, and he pulled in the mechanics area to get something fixed. And then he came back all the way back from pretty much dead last. He got he got out right in front of Adam. Adam was getting to lap him uh, when Adam was leading. And he pulled in and he went all the way around the track back to 11th. One of those rides that no one will talk about, JT. No one will notice. And But he was really good. He was. Strong performance. And it's going to be yeah, off the radar, but really great ride. And it bodes well for moving forward from here to see what he can do if things go his way. What was his Wait, so explain this. He You see him in the mechanics area. And then he pulls out almost lapped. Yes. Like about to get lapped. Yep. And then he Never pulled got away. Caught. Yep. And he was, I don't know what was wrong with his bike, but he was beating the shit out of his front fender because he was so angry. <laughs> like he was so pissed <laughs> off at someone or something. And then after the race, he was doing like 65 miles an hour through the pits on the way to, back to his truck. Wow. So he was going fast. AC was leading the race. Yep. And he actually pulled away from him. Well, yeah. And Webb, Webb never did make up any time on him. So it was it the was entire really, race. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and think <laughs> and think about like yeah and uh, lappers are letting Webb go for the most part and Ferrandis is you know actively passing dudes right so on wow. a tra- on a track that wasn't easy to pass on. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, really uh, good. Uh, Dean Wilson twelfth. Tickle rebounds from a, a DNQ to maybe one of his best rides. Good job for Tickle for thirteenth. Shane McElrath, his teammate, 14th. Shane was way back, right, early? He was pretty far back, I think. Uh, got got 14th. Yeah, he was kind of in that battle, like, from 14 to 17 the whole damn race. Like, he really never, look, never did a whole lot. Look at the lap chart here. He, uh, yeah, he was back to 19th at one point. So, yeah. he worked his way up from 19th. Um, Freeze, 15th. 
Savachi, JT, I didn't really notice. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, Did he he must mean, have fell, right? He must yeah, have fell. Yeah, I saw him battling with Bogo at one point, but I don't know really. I, if I had to write a story about his race, I would. there would just be a lot of question marks. Yeah, he got up to... Uh, he got up to 11th and then must have fell. Yeah, fell on lap 13. Yeah, so that, that sounds right with the Bogle thing. I do remember seeing those two near each other. Right. That's about it. Uh, Marty Davalos. I, I, he I, is an enigma. I don't know what's going on anymore. He needs, he. he needs counseling. He needs psychological counseling. He needs to sit down on one of those couches with the guy with a pad of paper or, or a woman, and, and he's got to let his... He's got to let some things out, or, or I don't know what's going on. Listen, he hauls ass. He is so damn fast. But <laughs> it's almost a guarantee that he's going to crash. He crashed twice in this one. Yep. I don't know what I'm doing out there. And the one was the standard Marty crash, and the other one was in the whoops, which, yep. whatever. I, I He was trying to blitz and jump and, like, I don't know, blitz into a jump. Like, I don't know what the hell he's doing. God, it's rough weeds for Mar- Marty Nation. Yeah, and I know that there's probably people listening to this being like, why are you guys acting this way? Like, Marty's fast, but he makes mistakes or crashes. That's always been Marty. But what you guys are trying to insinuate is this is a higher level of Martyness than well, before, correct? We thought it, we, the guys that supported him the whole his whole career, guys like me, oh, yeah. we thought he had this fixed last year. There were signs that he did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't want people to be like, "Are you? Did you guys have amnesia? Why are you saying this? Like you're surprised?" Yes, we know that Marty has in the past, in the 250 class especially, been one of the fastest guys and couldn't always put it together. But what you guys are saying is, when he's crashed in all every race except one, he had a clutch problem at the end of one, but every other race is at a crash. Yeah, and that's just mains. There's been other crashes as well. Yeah, it's it's like a higher level. Um, so I'm just clarifying that for people and. What I've learned a lot from the last couple of weeks not being there, these are all things that do not get seen on TV. So this is why we are accentuating these things because a lot of times Marty is uh, going down and you wouldn't know it because if it's, you know, 12th, they're just not going to pick it up. So, yeah, I don't know what's up here. Marty went down, blitzed through the pack, and then went down again. And then, uh, That's yeah. what he's been doing every week. He just hasn't been crashing the second time. Yeah. Uh, good job for Max Anstey. First race, first main event, 18th for him. Does anybody know what's going on with Brandon Hartraft, his teammate? Dude, what the hell? It's not good. He was in no. He was in qualifying spot in the LCQ. He was fine. He and was just not fast enough. No. How about the LCQ Bowers taking down Cade Clayson, and then myself and A-Ray just jumping into the group text, just nothing but bears and gifs of bears and more bears. and he was With Cade? Yeah, with Cade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Bowers was a lot better than he was last year. Yeah, week. he was. was a quick, it was. quick step up. Yeah. Uh, uh, Benny was good in the whoops. Weege, imagine that. Yeah. And then Benny yeah, went. Imagine that. Benny went down. Yep. yep. Uh, imagine that. Can I say that? Yep. Uh, All right. Sorry, Benny. Chiz is going to Chiz. Chiz has now been pushed to LCQs all the time lately. But uh, but he still, still will forever Chiz. Does he? I, I like that. Okay. Chiz has never been like an unbelievable starter. And I know that factory bikes are pretty much eliminated by your time you're on the gate for the LCQ. But when it comes time to Chiz, he's turns into Michael Lessie out he, there when he, he needs to Chiz. It, does Chiz miss a main this year, JT? Yes. Weege. 
Uh, yeah, I think it's going to happen. You, you play him with fire 17 times. We, nope. we had a discussion with this with somebody. Oh, you're saying no. Nope. Nope. He will always All choose. Right. Because I think right. we're going to get into a tipping point here. Maybe some more injuries. We're going to get some guys back, though, too. Like, Sexton comes back. It's not, it's not going to just go one way. I, I think it, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Historically, we lose riders as the series goes, but we're still getting uh-huh. get some guys back, too. AC's out. Sexton's in. So there we go. Yep. That cancels that. But, uh, yeah, yep. I, I, okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Um, we had what? this discussion uh, about Oldenburg. Yeah, Oldenburg's uh, in there, morning. too. Yep. Brayton yeah. will come back. Brayton will be back for Daytona. Oh, you, I don't, you damn right he will. I don't want to talk about Oldenburg because uh, – <laughs> I don't know what happened to Freckle. I had him in Pulp Mex Fantasy, and, and JB told us he was good. JB was pumping him up. It's complete bullshit. Well, this is what I said. So, so yeah, we were texting with JB Saturday morning. It was great. JB's like, are you in Orlando? It was I great. Was like, it was oh, great. I hung out, and then I was, I was literally like, can I get a flight now? Because I could hang out with Brayton all day. He's not racing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I said, man – I'm sure Freckle's going fast and his bike is good and all, but I'm worried about him making the main. And I think JB was like, why? And I'm like, if you don't make it out of the heat, which is not a guarantee, it's just rolling the dice. Well, but it's, it's not. But, but Chiz has shown it's not rolling the dice. That's Chiz. That's <laughs> everybody else. That's Chiz. Okay. That's why Chiz chizzes. Everybody else, it's like if you go to the LCQ, unless you're like, okay, Brayton went to one LCQ yeah, this year. Yeah, and, or D- and D- Dino did Bombs and... Yes, it, Dino as well. Dino won the last two, but yeah, All that's right. a different if, level. If you can go, if you can go nine percent faster than anybody in the track, but dude, remember the LCQ that Brayton was in? Oh yeah, what it, what it took for him to not have that turn into disaster? I'm mm. like, I'm sure Freckle's riding good, but if he goes to the LCQ, it's you get a bad start and you're done, and that's what happens. I don't know, man. Sorry, Steve. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. I went to dinner with A Ray on Friday. Thought it was going to be a good luck charm like it was for Indy, uh, whatever we went, JT. Whatever. Yep. It was not. He went down in the heat. And then uh, LCQ, he went down again. Not good. Um, yeah, bomber plan. Yep. But how about the 250 guys jumping in there? Morans and Hunter Sales, Carnell. They're like, Carnell, screw yeah. it. Grab my 250. Let's go out there. Let's go out there. Well, that makes some makes some decent money in yeah. the four fifty. Uh, just making the night show, it's around a thousand bucks. We so. had the most entries. I saw Clinton, our buddy Clinton, did a thing. Most entries in three years at this race. Something big. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of entries. Well, there's a, has there ever been a scenario of a uh, two fifty east and two fifty west competing in the same stadium seven days apart? I don't believe so. I have to check the record books, but I don't believe so. Okay, all right. uh, um, and, and Florida in February. Why, why leave? Why yeah, go home? Yeah. Uh, so that's the 450 class. Bowers pulled out early in the main, of course. Uh, yeah. Um, anything else on 450s? Anybody? No? Nope. No. All right. Thanks to Fly Racing, flyracing.com, of course. Speaking of Justin Brayton, we did the Fly Racing radio show, Weege, right there in the pits. We'll, we'll, and JB was with us, and there was and nothing. You were gone. So. so you're saying I could have actually gotten paid money to hang out with Brayton? Yes, absolutely. That's what I could have done. Yep, uh, yep, absolutely. Uh, if I you wanted go. it badly enough, you could have had But that. I will not be in Daytona, and JT, will there be a show? Yes, so just we, like last year. So we, you will need to step up for Daytona. Uh, I think I can, but we will be down one announcer compared to normal, but we should. I'm sure there's a way to make it happen, JT. We'll figure it out. All right. No, we're, we're you, you, you already you already said Daytona. You don't got to do nothing, anything during the day. Well, yes, normal Daytona, but uh, it is not the normal crew this year. They are. Oh. 
cut. There, there's been some significant budget cuts. It should be downtime. Like I think when we do it, I don't think there's going to be a lot of yeah it, it just, announcing action. Right. <laughs> so we're probably okay. We'll, I'll work it out one way or another. I'll be there. All right. Okay. So we'll be there when it's time. We'll be there when it's time. <laughs> No, you can't. Don't do really that. Really unhappy people. Unhappy really people with that. unhappy yep. people. You see that uh, Koi's son, Ty, won the I, I, uh, Yeah, won so I, I have that as a topic f- for this pod. Is, is that a big deal? That's a big deal, right? It's yes. a huge deal. They said it's only been done, I think, four times ever. And, like, one of them was friggin' Dale Earnhardt. Right. Second <laughs> youngest ever, right? Uh, yeah, I think so, because he can only – the reason he didn't – he can't even race the big tracks because he's not even old enough. He had to wait for this road course. Oh, really? He had to race. Really? Yeah, that's why, he, that's why he only raced round two. Uh, and he, his, the championship that he's going for is like Arca, which is not even a level below this. Or it's two levels. He's not even in the truck series yet. Um, so it's pretty phenomenal. Pretty so phenomenal. so the next step is truck, and then and then the next step is the, the whatever? No, no, no. It goes truck, Xfinity, and Cup. He's not oh. even in the truck yeah, series he, yet. Oh, this and is higher than this is higher than truck. Okay, he won Xfinity. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yes. I, I know, but yeah, I didn't well, know. Well, that's the next level is NASCAR from Xfinity. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I I I have this to speak about because this is this is comedy. So Ty Gibbs, right? Uh, Coy's kid, and so yeah. I'm reading this article in the Athletic. Um, uh, Chase Elliott won Xfinity. Uh, and uh, Logano, Joey Logano, and uh, and Earnhardt, yeah, and then and then Gibbs. So That's pretty good, dude. Um, so the whole article I read on the Athletic, which is a pay for subscription service that Weege you would never never purchase. I'm out. They just talk to Joe. They don't talk to Coy. Is that because it's Coy? Like, why don't they talk to Coy? I, you know, I was watching this on TV, and they're obviously all over Coach there in the final laps. And then the end, they so coach. He's celebrating with the team. And then there's no Koi anywhere. I don't understand. There's the team. There's Koi. There's the crew chief. There's Ty. There's everybody. The other teammates. I never saw Koi in one shot. Why is Koi not with his own dad or his son at any point? I don't, I don't know. understand. <laughs> well, I did. Hear, I hear. I heard from somebody that went to a NASCAR race. I think Thomas told us this, JT, in Houston. That Coy just leans up against the fence and doesn't even say any a word all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just leans. Oh, up. We, 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 oh. You know he was conscious. I can tell you he was conscious. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Weege, maybe you were the guy then. They said like he only lets the crew chiefs do everything, right? That's their jobs, and he just leans against the fence. I think Thomas said it also, but I went to the one uh, for a couple of years. I don't know if you guys remember NASCAR and Supercross were both in Atlanta at the same time. Oh do, no, do I don't remember that? that. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> remember that. <laughs> that wasn't a big deal at <laughs> no, all. No, <laughs> no. Ralph is still wiping himself off. <laughs> uh, so I go to the Atlanta race the next day. Like Danny Hamlin had won the Daytona 500, and this is round two. And Hamlin was running like 19th all day. And Coy's just standing there against a stack of tires with his arms folded for like three hours. And I finally, I'm like, I guess I'm going to talk to him. And I'm like, so what's up with Hamlin today? And he goes, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. I never saw him. He said one word the entire race. Right, sucks. right. He yeah. never spoke to anybody else. I, I never. I read two articles on it, and not once was Coy quoted or even really talked about. It was Did just, he even say that it's? Is it just Joe's grandson? No dad. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's so on brand for Coy Gibbs though. It's perfect. It just says, it just says Coy Gibbs and has like a, a parentheses well, around inaudible mumbling. Yeah, you, you know, uh, you know he can't. You know he can't be knocked out, Ty. You know he can't be knocked out. It's, just, it's not possible. So. 
Uh, I just sent Coy a text to ask him why he wasn't quoted in these articles. We'll see what he says. But, but yeah. Hey, you know, uh, do you guys know Billy Feltz? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So Billy Feltz, somewhere along the way, like he moved here to become like to work for the motocross team. And then I don't know where somewhere along the way, Coy's like, hey, my son's starting to drive. You take care of it. So he became Ty's like right hand man for the last couple of years as he was like learning the ropes. And we're like, man, if Ty really makes it, like, yeah. Billy Feltz is going to be like the kingpin of NASCAR. Yeah. So it is happening now. Yeah. Billy's going to be driving the motorhome or whatever those man friend guys do, spotters, right? They all spot or whatever they do, right? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's going to be in. So Billy, long time, uh, was a pro racer, right? Yeah. And then mechanic. Yep. Yeah. He, you know, you know that, uh, Damon Bradshaw's dad has driven. Yeah. Motorhomes for drivers for like 13 years. Right? Jimmy Johnson's the, the latest. He drove Jimmy Johnson's uh, for. No, Chad Knauss. Jimmy's uh, uh, Jimmy's crew chief. Crew chief. Oh, yep. Yep. Yeah. And then now he drives Chase Elliott. Yeah, it, crazy, right? You'd never. Yeah, it was a yep. nutty story. So that is nutty. I did hear about Ty's success for a while, but then someone told me, oh, it's just Coy buys the best car. So Ty, nobody really knows if Ty is a great driver yet because Coy's buying the best cars at this at some level, whatever level below Xfinity, or, you know, dirt track or yeah, whatever the hell he was doing. To that. I have heard some people say, no, no, he really does have it. Because you can totally, at those lower levels, you can totally right. get the system. Right, I was going to say, sure. that, is, that is a thing in car racing. Yeah. At those levels, you can oh, yeah. sur- you can surpass talent with equipment. But now my point yeah. is that Xfinity, like, this is no joke now. This is more monitored cars and everything else, right? This is more, I would assume. Yeah, everybody's trying hard, so you can't yeah. just outspend. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, but I've, I've heard enough people say over the last couple of years, like, no, 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 he's pretty legit. It's not just... right. You know, best well, car. Um, I'd love yeah, it. and you're right. You get to this level. This would be like, you know, this is essentially the 250 class of this sport, right? Like right. everybody's trying. You can't just, you can't just be like, sorry, Mitch Payton, we're gonna have a bike that's 20 percent better than yours. Well, like good, it doesn't work that way. Good job to Mumbles. Good, great, great work. Um, <laughs> we're gonna be doing our live show, I think, from JGR HQ. You're, you had zero confirmation of that. And you're just throwing it out there. <laughs> he'll make it happen. Oh, okay. Don't you feel like he'll make it happen? Uh, no, I have no faith whatsoever. I'm 50-50, <laughs> right down the middle. No, nah, no, nah, Coy will come through for us at some point. Okay. You, you watch. All right. You watch. Right. Uh, thanks to Fly Racing and, of course, Renthal, Maxis, Cobolinks, and Motorsport uh, for helping out this podcast. 250 class, let's get into it. But first, thanks to the folks at Arma. Uh, Cameron McAdoo, who we are going to speak of very shortly, uh, using Arma, of course, uh, AC as well. Uh, A-Ray uses Arma, owned by Nick Way, Jeremy McGrath, all these guys, Chad Reed. Uh, Max 20 is the code to say with Arma, get some Blitz, which is a um, hydration product, and then some Fire, which is like a caffeine stimulant. Mix them together. you got the perfect uh, stuff for your water bottle for the long ride. Uh, it tastes great as well. So please check out Arma.com uh, for more information. Use that code, Max 20 to save with folks from Arma and Weege. Uh, Onyx Maps, right? Is that where we're at? Yeah. Onyx Maps, yeah. 400 plus thousand miles of trails and you can integrate it in with the gps or smartphone but you can actually have the app know the trail and download the trail so when you don't have good cell service you can still get it uh people can interact and put in waypoints of here's where you can camp or here's where you can pit and it works for anything it's not just dirt bikes but you know i know it the, the folks at upshift simon cubby would be pumped on it um if you're uh reed nordine the former team green manager who's all into off-road trucks uh, people in the side by sides, or even there are there are mountain bikes I've heard that have electric assistance. Mm. Yes, and you can cover more ground. Yeah, and you need more trails and more miles on X Maps or on X Off Road. On X Off Road in the App Store or on XMaps.com. Get it. 
All right. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. All right. 250 class. Uh, well, dude, J-Mart, we, we all said he's got to get it done. He's the favorite. And I'll get into that in a second. I got some thoughts on that. But uh, dislocated shoulder, it looks like. I heard it a little bit this morning about that. And uh, I can't believe it, JT. I just, I, it, he, you know, he got landed on by uh, Styles Robertson after the first turn. Um, yep. Unbelievable. Like, you, if you're him, you're just crushed. Like, you're crushed. Yeah, uh, literally and figuratively. Uh, just sucks all the way around. You know, I think most people don't ever realize, because you don't see it really, how much work goes into preparing for a series like this. And then in one first corner, it's just done. Like, all of that work is now just garbage. Because if his shoulder is really significantly hurt to where he's going to have it, you know, surgically repaired or have to sit out at minimum... That works for not all that. All of that is a waste. It just, you know, there's a lot of emotional, you know, stuff that he's dealing with just being out. And, you you know, like, are you ever going to get another chance to win the series and blah, blah, blah. But just the fact of how much his work was just wasted is tough to get past. Weege, bummer. Yeah, I, I mean, JT, I, I really can't say anything more than that. Like, that just really nails it. And, and also, you know, it had lined up so well, uh, the way this field had turned out. And who was racing, you know, it just seemed like everything was going his direction. Hold and, on, though. See, that's where yeah. I'm going to step in here. So I, I'm with you. Like, we all said that. All three of us said that. And because of Cooper's lack of prep time, right? But a fully healthy Justin Cooper probably is better than Jeremy Martin in Supercross. But we all thought he wasn't. Yeah, but even at that odd, even if, even with those odds, even if Cooper is fully healthy, I, if you, well, I would I would take J Mart's odds to beat Justin Cooper better than to beat Dylan Ferrandis, who's now uh, out of the class. I don't or AC, well, who's it, out of the class, or Sexton, who's now out of the class. Here's my point: so a a not fully prepared Justin Cooper was a second better than J Mart in qualifying. Oh, Justin okay. Cooper was better all day long. Yeah, yeah, like he was. maybe. And, and, and you got to theoretically think Justin Cooper's going to get better. So yeah. I, I'm not trying to backtrack because I, 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 I'm not trying to backtrack here because I was with you guys and saying, oh, this is, it's all setting up for J-Mart. This is J-Mart series to lose. I was thinking after qualifying, I guess we're wrong because maybe Cooper doesn't have the full endurance, but he's over a second better right now. Uh, I, if it's two tenths, I'm not whatever. Two tenths is, a, is a, you know, whatever. Who knows? Maybe you screw up a rut one lap. But yeah. a second better? Uh, well, I, I thought know. I thought Jeremy would be able to wear him down in the main event. You know, he hang in there, maybe figure out his lines or whatever, get out with him on the start, and then the last few minutes wow. get to him. But, but I mean, Justin was obviously faster, but I thought Jeremy would be able to wear him down. And we will never know. But I yeah. I didn't think Jeremy after watching qualifying, I'm like, well, J Mark's not going to just run away with this thing, that's for sure. But I yeah. think in 16 minutes, maybe he can find a way to get it done. Uh, I, mean, I never picked J-Mark to win the title. I just feel like I've been – I've oh, picked I him four times. I, I, I was did. like, dude, this is like the fourth – I'm not going to go a fifth time. It just never works out for some reason. I'm just saying the amount of guys he would have to beat would be less this year, I feel, than yeah. in most years. So this well, was his best shot. That That is true because you, yes. you look at his – who's the third best guy, and J-Mark's better than those those guys. So, you know. but um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's but, what makes it a super bummer. It's not easy to just be like, all right, next year. Like, uh, you never know, man. Like, what if you're racing 
Jet. Ne- well, imagine if Jet is like fifteen percent better next year than he is now, and you're against him. That kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I think I think there's a possibility, J- J- JT, that J Mart rides Daytona. Like if it wasn't that bad, oh, really? and and he rests, and yeah, but he's not. I mean, I do we know the extent of the injury? No, I, I don't. I was okay. talking to some people this morning at the airport. So oh, that'd be good. I mean, that would be awesome. I, right. I didn't even know that was in the cards. I don't know if it is for sure, but it, yeah, it could be in the cards. Um, okay. But even if he races, he's down one race, and it's yeah, Daytona, whatever. and yeah, that's you know, fine. Though. Yeah. Like if if he can race, twenty six points is not something that's impossible. You know, I, that would be that would be great for the series, just in general. Right. Uh, Weege, we always make jokes about Whackers and Ramit because he <laughs> he always keeps it exciting, and he did it again on a red flag. He found a new one. He found a new he found one. A new one. Um, <laughs> but they didn't see the red flag, so you know he followed. Cooper went inside of the medic, and the guy was moving. So I guess Cameron. McAdoo thought he could just squeeze in that same line. Of course, the medic was moving. I, I totally – I mean, I've got some people saying he should be DQ'd. No. I've got people saying he should, no, you know, no. be, be See, suspended. I got so people on my social media, and I'm just like, right. calm down. So when I first watched it live, I was like, holy cow, Whackers, what are you doing? And then when I went back and watched the video in slow motion – right. That guy cannot ran on, run onto the track like that. Can't do it. Well, You've got the leaders coming at you, and they've only seen a medic flag. They have not seen a red flag yet. You cannot run into the middle of the track like that as, as a medic or as a track personnel person. Well, and you also have a tough block on the inside, right, guiding guys out there. Somebody threw the tough block yeah. on the inside of the track and put it, put it horizontal. Yep. So, you know, the guy, they're, they're, they're turning the guys that way. So, uh, we so would, the way this uh, so the way this turns out, you're saying is uh, it's like it, it sounds to me like they 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 put the red flag out. The medics and the officials are like, okay, red flag's out, we're good. But they've got to realize when will the riders actually see that? Just the instant you put it out on the finish line jump doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I, I just uh, I I don't know. I, I uh, McAdoo deserves some blame. It's an unfortunate situation for sure. But to, to put it all on him, I think, is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, just more chaos to this 250 class this year has just been do, unbelievable. Do you know how hard it was for me to reconcile in my brain that Ramit just ran over Troll Train, an unconscious Troll Train? Like, oh. do you guys have any idea how I was trying to process this in my head? <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> One of my children ran over the other children while he was unconscious. It's very, very emotionally tough for me it's whackers dude it's whackers it's whackers he's yeah so uh troll train poor troll train concussion Uh, concussion and and i mean i don't even know did he go was he the corner where he was laid out is that where he crashed or was he somehow caught up in the first turn crash no no that's where he crashed no he crashed there i i I think he tried to go quad in maybe Uh, okay i don't know i don't exactly know uh it was a good one, though. He was out cold, and then I spoke to his wife, and his wife said that he was just repeating himself over and over back in the pits. So I don't know what he was saying, but uh, I think he'll be okay. Steve, Steve Texas, someone check on Greta. Both, <laughs> dude, both brothers were down and out. <laughs> That's horrible. In the both span, Martins. in the span of ten seconds, J Mart and Troll Train done. 
God. God. And, and how about, like, this is the first time since, oh, six or 16 since they were racing each other or something, right? Since 2016 that they were in the same class, something like that, in the Supercross? 14. 14. 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. God. They made it 10 seconds into the race. Unbelievable. This, if Troll Train wins, if he rips off the next five or six in a row. Okay. Can he, okay. Can he get it still? I don't think so. Cause if he does that. If, yeah. if he does that. If he does. Yeah. But when he does. When he whips him off uh, five okay. or six in a row. Hey, serious note here. Uh, is that on Robertson at all, or is that just the way first turns and rhythm lanes are with uh, Jeremiah? I, I don't think it was. JT, what do you think? No, uh, Weege uh, posed this question for yeah. a breakdown article. Yep. And mm -hmm. I had the same thing happen to me in 2002. Uh, first corner of the, of the St. Louis main event. And... Uh, Timmy of all people was right in front of me. He had to check up, which forced me to check up. And then Ryan Clark, he had room. So Ryan jumps and he doesn't realize that Timmy and I are both forced out of the move until it's too late. He lands onto the back of me. We both crash. I wasn't mad at Ryan. I, I totally understood what happened. There's so many things that are happening so fast. And those decisions are made in, the, in a split second. And when J Mart backed out of that double, Styles was already cranking the throttle to double there. And Styles didn't even like he tried to back out at the last second, but man, those there's just no way to avoid that stuff sometimes. And it would be easy for somebody to say, Oh, Styles, first race, rookie move, what are you doing? But having been in that scenario so many times, that stuff is unavoidable on some level. And unfortunately, you know, guys got hurt because of it. But that, you know, rhythm sections when guys are that crowded, it's there are several decisions that have to be made in a split second and sometimes you know things are going to happen it, it is an unfortunate racing incident really when it comes down to it we he was mad at ryan clark that night just fyi he was mad at ryan clark oh you just know this i was there yeah he was oh oh no, you're actually he, yeah he was mad he was mad at ryan clark at the time because you were riding really good jt it was a good year for you till then yeah, yeah i was but i mean in hindsight, yeah, yeah. Look, looking back at it, you were mad. Uh, yeah, I just, I mean, th those things happen, unfortunately. Right. Yeah, I, I probably, if you could dissect it and slow it down, Ryan probably shouldn't have jumped. But I know how fast those things are going on in the moment, right? Things aren't in yeah. slow motion. You can't slow down and think about what you're doing. Um, also, but you know who who does deserve some? Derek Kelly just jumped a triple in the middle of the, everybody doubling and landed on the back of Jerry in the heat. Not not a smart no. decision. Come on. Not smart. Like, everybody oh, around him is doubling, and he just goes, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that. Oh. As soon as he took off, I'm like, ah. So, not smart. Um, all right, so McAdoo rides good, though, to get second. The restart happened, and uh, McAdoo gets second. Good job for, for Ramit. Yeah, he rode well. I was talking to somebody. Uh, I'm, I shall not give out his name, but it may or may not rhyme with Schmick Schmray. And he said Cameron's didn't have a ton of riding time because of a because of a thumb injury. So considering that, that's a really good job. Interesting. Uh, March yeah, yeah. Marchbank's third Weege. You gonna do an interview again with him? Uh, we 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 did plenty of Club MX uh, press. I also want to thank their press guy Mike Bonacci. I'm actually driving back from Club MX right now. I took my kid riding there, and uh, you I, know, can you I know, just read his prep and yeah, all that. I like Marchbank's. Yeah. I read that interview. I was so confused after reading that interview. He had a 450 ride. Lined up, but then he didn't with Cowie, and, and, yeah. and then yeah. he had he didn't know what happened with Mitch, and he had a, a promise to resign, and then he got hurt, and then he I I was so confused at that interview. 
He was all yeah, over yeah. the place. That was actually Kellen. Kellen did okay. that interview. Uh, okay. um, but, all... uh, yeah, my, Club Mex hicked it up, and uh, they. I'm, I'm glad they're out looking for press. Like that's what teams should do. But yes, and I interviewed March Banks back in December, and um, you know, there's all these rumors that his agent just asked for a ton of money, and teams basically said get lost. And then by the time he tried to come back, the teams were like, nah, now we're full. But regardless of if that is true or not, it goes down to this. Mitch and the whole Kawasaki program, right, they're arguably the most successful program of bringing amateurs through to 250s and even 450s, right? At least as good as any other brand ever at that game. I feel like if they are willing to walk away from a rider, they must know something. They must know something. Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine that Mitch is like, Wait, March Bank's only 18. He won Daytona last year. I forgot. Dude, Somebody knows something that led them to think, nah, we're good. Yeah. It, it's it's an odd interview, I thought. But still, he wrote really well. Good job for, yeah. for March Banks. And here's the thing. March Banks himself might not even know what they know or what they think. There might be something they saw or think or know of him that he's not even aware of. Uh, so he probably is, like, confused and doesn't know why. Like, it is – one of the craziest things ever that he ended up without a factory ride. Anyway, he's got talent, and he got third. Although I have to say, <laughs> he didn't ride amazing. No. Um, the, 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 the whole night was a mess for a lot. But good for him to just get out of the first round. It's a whole lot better than a whole lot of other people can say right now. Yeah, Jordan Smith was running second for a while. God, JT, he's got, he just keeps hitting the ground. Jordan, he's had two offseason injuries. He missed all last year after early on with an ACL. Jordan is is just it's not going well. No, and I'll I'll be honest. Unfortunately, every time I watched him on Saturday, I was waiting for it, and that sucks. Because most of the time when I was watching him, I was like, "Oh, that was close. Oh my god. Oh my. Oh my god. Oh my god." And then he finally crashed. Yeah, uh, but it, you hate that. It's not good for anybody to for him to be getting hurt over and over, but. You almost just expect it now. Did and that you, sucks. Did you see him launch off the whoops and save it and launch? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there were so many close calls before yep. he hurt himself all yep. throughout the day. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where if you if you have that many close calls, it's going to catch you eventually. You're not going to save all of them. Yep. But, uh, no, I, yeah, uh, Jordan, rough rough start. Uh, and March Banks, good, good for Club MX. That's, that's good for those guys. I mean, I'm, I, I feel like we're glossing over a little bit, but. It is awesome. I mean, because this is unprecedented, a guy of that level of talent being on a non-factory team, who knows where the ceiling is for this? And especially with the way this field has already been ravaged. Yeah. I don't know. If you just get third every week, or maybe he gets better. I mean, it was his first race with the team. Well, I mean, he's definitely in this, in, in contention. Don't you feel like Jordan, Jeremy, and Troll all beat him straight? Like if they – well, maybe not Jordan because he does have a trouble standing on two wheels, but I don't know. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It yeah. wasn't like a full-on right. FU, I just showed everybody ride. Like, it was good. Yep. It wasn't unreal. But uh, with all the guys that got carted off, a good ride is great, actually. Uh, Jalik Swole, fourth. The Paul Mech show bump, JT, probably? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was a solid, solid start for him. I mean, he, he definitely got some help, you know, the, yeah. some of the top, but whatever. You can only race who's out there. So, uh, take it. Hunter Lawrence, fifth. Quiet night for Hunter, but that's a good start for him, for sure. Yeah. Seth Hamaker was second overall, Weege, and looked good all day. Yeah, I was in that heat for a while. Yep. Um, yeah, that was impressive. I don't understand now. I'm so confused. I heard people say it's not going good preseason and it's not going good 
So I don't even know where we're at with Hamaker at this point. I, I went. I went out with somebody to a track like a month before Houston or three. No, more less than that. Two weeks before Houston, and I said, "Is Hamaker doing?" Uh, uh, East and they're like, no, he's he's not good right now. He needs more time. Hmm. So right. I, I, then, somebody that would know. Then I heard it was rolling. Maybe. maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we heard it was rolling. Right, Ryan Holiday. Yeah. Maybe somebody told Ryan Holiday told somebody. Um, yeah, but he was good. But though, he really was. Good. Yeah, he was really impressive. Good. He he's smooth. He's really smooth. He's not not a spaz out there. He's taller. You know, smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks looks good. Uh, KP. KP's gonna KP JT. Seventh. Yeah, solid. I, how many, I how had many, to look. I actually had to go find him. Like, who the hell is that? And then I saw it go. How many times has KP gotten seventh? Oh, God. 20. Right? 50% of his races. More than 50%? Five to eight. KP. 75% of the time. We'll go five to eight. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Zombie. Speaking, of, uh, speaking oh. of, before we get too far away, uh, Gibbs' team, which includes Koi as the team operator and they, they're just showing they just won the daytona race now again for sunday the daytona road nascar road course and they're just all they're just showing is joe that's it just showing joe the entire time no koi yeah no mention of koi okay. but hell of a weekend for the gibbs team i don't i mean obviously koi grabbed the reins of the nascar when his brother passed away yeah but maybe they need to give koi some more credit here these journalists you know because i heard a lot about jd over the years a lot about jd and he was a good dude uh, for sure, but maybe we need to start a campaign here for for Coy. Yeah, it is odd. It was like Coach and JD, the other son, were yeah. running the NASCAR program, yeah. and now you JD's unfortunately passed, and you do not hear Coy no. mentioned like JD. Does Coy need better PR? Do we need this? <laughs> um, I'm sure he has an opinion think, on this. I would say yes. I think he needs better PR, no matter what, regardless uh, of this or not. Maybe okay. my maybe my letter to HR really hurt him. I don't know. Uh, Zombie Blos eighth on the gas gas. Race tech rider. Good job for Blos. Yep. JT, Robbie Wageman. Would you like to comment on Robbie Wageman? Uh, he rode really well. I qualify, He qualified 20th. But, um, yeah, you got to be in it to win it. So I think if you put everybody back in it, he finishes right around where the argument would be. You know, he probably gets better than 15th. He probably ends up, you know, 13, 14. But... Uh, that's that's fine. He oh. can't do anything about any of that. So I was checking my PayPal. I, I saw no deposit from you coming. I, it, it, it's fine. I've been flying across the country. Do, okay. you, I, do you want me to – I'll just FedEx you or Western Union you your $20 uh, to make sure you can eat. Listen, tonight. I was harassed by Phil Well, on my he, March yeah, pants I, bet. I, I, so. don't, I don't want to be compared with Phil. Okay. So. Um, but, no, Robbie Wageman outperformed for sure. Good job for, for Wageman, uh, number 69 in your program, number one in your heart. Jay Selwyn looked exhausted out there. I He looked really tired. He was up a fourth for a while, I believe. So, um, But got, still got a tenth. Good job for him. Uh, Thrasher and Fry, the star guys, I'm really surprised at their performances. Like, Fry at the Nationals. La- Fry, who rode Nationals last year, Fry or Thrasher? Fry, right? Both. Oh, okay. Fry wrote a few more. Who, made, who wrote more? Fry, there. right? Yeah, Fry, yeah, Fry, yeah, wrote, Fry wrote Thunder Valley and all that, right? Yeah, I think he started maybe at Millville. Like, maybe he did the last four. Okay. Actually, the last two, I think. Okay. Fry was really good uh, outdoors, and Thrasher was pretty good. And neither guy 
God, I was waiting and waiting. I'm like, they're on Star Yamaha's. What's going on here? I don't know. I was really surprised by how average they looked, both of them. I don't know which yeah, one was better or not. Yeah, there were some crashes, too. You know, there were some mistakes. I, I thought that uh, Styles Robertson looked good and Hamaker looked good. And the rest of the rookies, uh, Schwartz was fast. <laughs> he was, he was is, making things happen. Schwartz is loose. Yeah. He's loose. He's loose. He was fast. But I feel like uh, when I watch Robertson and Hamaker, I'm like, these guys are fine. And everybody else either was, you know, too low or too high. JT, the star guys, do you think Bobby Reagan fires them? <laughs> no, but no, and that's how I was. I know you're kidding. But I know. It's not really that much of a joke like that. The, the level that they were at won't last long on that team. I'm we, so we surprised. Know, we know that. I mean, Hamburger was really the star of the rookies, right? I, everybody else was just like, eh, okay, no whatever. You made the main, like some of them barely, but Hamaker was legit. Like Hamaker yeah. was the entry to a series that you won as a rookie. I, I how are they not better? <laughs> I just, I kept scratching my head. Like I, these guys had a whole off season, right? On the best bikes yeah, in the class. I mean, the, but a lot of those guys, they're racing against like Swole and you know those like, I don't. I don't think we have any evidence in amateur racing that they were better than any of those guys. Robbie Wageman. Okay. Yeah, I get it. I mean, but I don't think, I mean, that none of those guys just Kyle Peters dominated. Was, Peters was, didn't dominate the A-class or anything. Peters was year. probably selling Cadillac, a used Cadillac, two weeks ago. Nate, Thrasher rode the B-class at Loretta's last year. But, but Fry was a top five or six guy at some motos. Was he? Yeah, Weege. I think he was close. I think he had a sixth. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Based on that, yeah, they were a little bit fish out of water. Um, I think they were both really yeah. impressive for nationals. So. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I think your point is they need to be better, I, which I, I would agree with. Yeah. Uh, if you had told me that both of them were finished outside the top ten, I would have said no way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because, yeah, Fry crashed near the end, but he wasn't turning the world on fire until then. Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like Fry was running fifth for a long time and then crashed back. No, like, I, you know I never I mean? saw them at yeah, any point yeah. during the day right. where I was impressed. Right. Uh, that's my point. So, yeah. uh, I did not have Cody Shock making the main and Carson Mumford not. I did not have that in my pool. Well, in you my can't pool. crash. You know how it is, right? Yeah. You, you, have to, you have to stay up when it's time to race. It doesn't matter how fast you can go. If you can't stay up when it, when it counts, it doesn't matter. The most random guy to make the main was Ramir Alvis, for sure. He rode really well, yeah. though, in that yep. heat race. Yep. yep. Solid. Mitchell Harrison went over a berm for the muck-off Honda guys. Yep. Soups. Soups is on gas gas. Got it done. Uh, uh, I have one of the greatest photos I've ever seen in my life of Soobs um, going down on the whoops, and then his bike is basically doing a scrub. Uh, his bike is getting about two feet of air. It was just enough to clear his body. Uh, it's amazing. I don't know when this happened. I don't know if this is – did he crash in the main? I don't know when this happened. I don't, I don't. one of the most unbelievable things. I think he crashed in the heat. But maybe, because maybe that's what I, it was. I don't know. Yeah. Um, soups, soups is good. Hey, what, but Mumford, by the way, uh, Mumford, obviously, yes, in the heat race, he was in a battle of death with, with Schwartz. Uh, Schwartz yeah. Put him off the track. Yep. But in the LCQ, did he just get a bad start? Yeah, just a terrible start. Yep. Yep. Uh, that was a killer. JT, would you like to comment on the other German in the race? Because I, I would not. Uh, no, he just didn't ride well. I mean, if you're going to go slow, you're not going to qualify. So it's my own fault for. Wow. Listen, I, I took some advice from somebody who said that 
uh, Dominic Thury would make the main and be really good, and I shouldn't have listened. Uh, I put him on my team at the last minute, and he yeah. didn't do very well. Club MX rider, German. He he actually, if he could have gotten through the whoops like at all, he would have gotten in. <laughs> but uh, Remy Alves and these guys just actually absolutely ate him up in the whoops, and that was it. Uh, yeah, Schwartz was loose. Schwartz had a lot of moments. Schwartz got very lucky uh, between Costello and oh. whoever else were just smashing each other the last lap. That was really dumb. Yeah. Parts. Uh, Costello, what happened to Costello on the last lap? He was in no yeah. problem. Goes and, off the track. Dude. Uh, yeah. Jordan Bailey. Then, Jordan then, Bailey. Yeah. It was Jordan Bailey. Yeah. Bailey, Costello smashing yeah. each other and Schwartz. Really dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but LCQs, it's fantastic. Uh, Cantrell broke his collarbone. Carson Brown broke his elbow, I guess, or something. Uh, and Ty Masterpool, look, there's a lot of Ty Masterpool fans out there, and they were screaming and yelling about Ty Masterpool not being racing Supercross and what's going on and everything else. He barely made the night show. So great rider outdoors, for sure. But I there was a lot of controversy about Star not putting Ty in Supercross. I think watching this race kind of justified what they were doing. So, I was surprised. Yeah, he didn't uh I mean, there's always been the conversation about they did his his parents didn't want him to ride Supercross. They didn't they don't like Supercross. Uh but he certainly did not look like he'd ever practiced Supercross before this year. No. No. It's very surprising to see that. Um All right. Well, let's all pray for Troll Train. I mean that's really the big right. that's a big story about this. Let's all pray for the two fifty class, both coasts in yes. general. I, I, <laughs> I, I can't believe I mean that was my tweet, like by the time we had a restart, I'm like, if this keeps up, we're gonna be wishing we were back to the stability and health of the two fifty East. No, like, no, 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 East. no, no, no. Listen, th- these guys this is a deep class. Still, it is, but still, we, we we lost two Martins and Smith. I know, I know, but dude, trust me. Watching these guys out there, you're like, holy hell! You know, like when Jordan Bailey looked all right and didn't make the main event, and Mumford yeah. looked all right and didn't make the main event. Like, we're fine. Yeah, those heat races were nasty. Like yes. there was a lot of guys going fast. Yeah, uh, in those heats, yeah. it was very intriguing. I mean, dude, the amount of rookies, good lord. Um, but but it can it can slip away quickly. Yep. Yep. All right, anything else? Orlando 2, Daytona, off week this weekend, and uh, looking forward to that. I know I am. Nice to have an off weekend this early. Right? Yes, yes, absolutely. And then uh, we go Daytona, and then uh, I think we have another off weekend, don't we? Or do we just go right into Dallas? We have uh, two weekends off after Dallas, but we go straight oh. into Dallas. Oh, we go straight into Dallas. So, uh, yeah, Daytona should be, should be a good one. And panic button has been pushed by myself Ooh. on Eli Tomac. Absolutely. Wow. wow. I know. It's probably deserved, though. He was my pick to win this title. Uh, two weeks, you know, we do this every time. I, I was like, he's going to yep. warm up. He's heating up. He's heating up. Well, he's not heating up. It's official. He's not heating up. No. 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 It's, nope. This is a rocks and web battle to the end. So. And and we. Shout out to. Uh, I just want to shout out Club MX for letting me go ride today. It was cool. It was Steve, I sent you the photo. We were in the shadows of greatness. The 50 track happens to be about 20 feet from the place where justin brayton does his supercross work so it's just there's brayton land was right it? over there in the distance all day it was just we're, beautiful we're actually gonna have brandon from club mx on the pulp show tomorrow night so i don't know it's a giant killers i mean they 
genuinely are in this championship, who knows? Then our privateer team. That doesn't even All seem right, once possible. You get, once you get Blue Crew, we didn't mention Joey Crown. Oh, he was he was he was decent. Joey Crown was good, so or decent, I should say. Uh, I mean, don't forget that team was good last year. Like yeah. uh, Lopes and, um, and Crown. Lopes yeah. and Crown were good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, that's been the wrap. Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Uh, thanks to Maxis and Renthal and uh, Cobalt Links Motorsport, Onyx Maps, Arma as well. Uh, JT, Weege, thanks, boys. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Sorbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. Absolutely, 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride and you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years